0: Hi guys, welcome to today's edition of Startup Couches. And on the couch today, we have Kylas, who is the co-founder of Plentify. Kylas, welcome to the couch. you me. Yes, it is indeed my pleasure. And so on Startup Couches, as you already know, if you're listening, um, we have people like Kylas on the couch who tell us about their journey, um, building the amazing products that you know about today, right? Um, so every week we bring you different people, with different products, um, understanding their journey, hoping to inspire everyone that's listening. So diving straight into the questions, um, what is Plentify, and um, you know, can you tell us more about it?
1: Uh, sure. Um... So I think, um, you know, before I talk about the product, uh, I think it's important to talk about what the problem we're trying to solve. Mm. And um, we're focused on solving the energy crisis in South Africa. And in fact, the crisis that's brewing in in many countries around the world.
0: Mm.
1: And our vision is ultimately to um, build a company that enables smarter, cleaner, and cheaper energy for everybody. one of the one of the big problems facing utilities around the world is the problem of peak demand. Um, most, if you look at demand during over the course of a day, you find that it's concentrated in the mornings and evenings. Yeah. And th- this places an incredible amount of strain um, on the electricity system, and it drives up prices and it reduces reliability. Um, we believe that the answer does not lie in adding more generation capacity, uh, whether it be coal or diesel power plants, which are both expensive and dirty. Yeah. Um, and while we strongly believe in renewable energy, we also think that's not going to entirely solve the problem either. Okay. Um, what we're setting out to do is to build uh, um, a company that's transforming home appliances. So the simple appliances in your home, into intelligent assets Um, and through our technology what we're enabling these home appliances to do is uh, to learn when these appliances are needed so when you want hot water for example um, and only turn them on during times when um, they're actually needed and at times that make the most sense for the electricity system so in a nutshell, what we're trying to do is balance the needs of the user with the needs of the grid.
0: Oh, I see. So, when you say home appliances, what what are examples? Um, the refrigerator, the AC, the. Um... That,
1: that's a that's a, that's a great question, Latana. So. Ultimately, we want to wire up um, almost all the appliances in the home. Okay. But we're starting. We're starting with the electric water heater, um, mm. which which is a very very common in in South Africa. There's about six million of them in in South Africa, but there are over 350 million of them worldwide.
0: Yeah. And very common.
1: Yes. And it turns out that these water heaters are uh, incredibly destructive. Um, they waste half of the energy they consume. Um, most of this energy is drawn, unfortunately, during peak times, when um, the that. energy system is, is under, the most, under the most strain, exactly when people are mostly concentrated around when people shower. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: and also, uh, they don't draw their power during uh, sunny times. So even if you okay. have uh, widespread solar adoption, Chances are, um, and, you know, without storage, these these are these water heaters are drawing uh, power from the grid uh, again during peak times. Yeah. So we started with the water heater, uh, the electric water heater, okay. uh, because of the uh, the the obvious um, uh, shortcomings. But it turns out that they also have very unique properties that could make them a very um, powerful solution for the grid. In that they are effectively a thermal battery so if you think about um what batteries are they um, they take one form of energy um in this case electricity yeah. and store it uh, in another form of energy in this case heat yeah. for use by the by the user and um what we're doing is harnessing that property to convert the electric water heat into a thermal battery that um, is, is you know, again balances the needs of the user with that of the grid.
0: Oh, Wow, that seems really, really interesting.
1: It's a well, it's a it, it, it is it is really interesting in that, um, you know, it, it is a major problem, yeah. but one of the um, one of the unique aspects of approaching this problem is that the problem can also be the solution. Um, as, as we all know, um, in order to build a stable, clean energy system, we're undoubtedly going to need storage. Yeah. And at the moment, we're relying on lithium-ion batteries to provide that storage. Um, yeah. Problem with lithium-ion batteries is that they, they remain very expensive. Um, they will Their prices will come down over time. Um, like we did, like we did with solar, but it still remains very um, uh, prohibitively expensive for for most people. Yeah. Now it turns out that through our technology, we can uh, convert the water heater into a battery that is ten times cheaper than a lithium-ion battery uh, and provides many of the same benefits. Oh. And that's th- th- that's why we believe um, this approach of um, using using IoT technology, using artificial intelligence is a smarter, cleaner and cheaper way yeah. towards so a, a more stable is, energy system. Who
0: are your main customer segments? I mean, I guess from your previous, you know, explanations on everything, um, homeowners would be, right? Or do you have like a particular segment of people you focus on?
1: Um, yeah, Lotana, that's a, that's an interesting question. So Um, We, we, our customers exist across the electricity supply chain, all the way from utilities to large property owners, this might be apartment buildings, for example, um, all the way through to homeowners. Um, Where we choose to focus really depends on the market and factors such as the electricity tariff structure and um, a belief around where the value is um most concentrated so in in some markets um we focus at the upstream so at the utility segment in other markets we may focus on the homeowner it really depends on um who who would who would gen- where, we, where we would have the most impact and the most value okay
0: okay okay that makes perfect sense that makes perfect sense um in 2018 your team got um dollars in grant funding how has that helped push forward the execution of division of Plinxify, which is basically to, you know, make energy smart and and you know just utilize our resources in the most efficient way?
1: Um, yeah. So, I mean, as and I, I think as a fellow fellow founder yourself, you'll appreciate this capital is scarce. Um, so. Particularly as a as a startup, um, any any capital that you get is often the difference between uh, surviving or uh, or death. Um, yeah. And in particular, gr- grant funding in particular is is nice for a few reasons. One, it's it's often non dilutive, yeah. so you don't have to sell uh, a piece of your company uh, yeah. in return for the for the grant. Yeah. Um, but more importantly than that it's it's great because there's a belief that it that you're getting backed by investors who believe in your vision
0: yeah.
1: um enough enough to uh invest in it and that's incredibly encouraging particularly as a, a, you know when you're at early stage yeah. where uh, you know that that external validation is enough to keep you um uh you know keep you focused on your mission yeah so that um, th- that grant, and we've won a number of grants uh, since then, have been um, uh, you know particularly important to to our progress. Um, we we would certainly not have been where we are today with, without that. And uh, you know just uh, you know I, you know hopefully one you know one day you know once um, once we've uh, become more successful, we can pay some of that back uh, by helping the next. Um, you know, cohort of, of startups. Yes, yes. Yeah, okay. and, and I get like, a helping hand.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I like that mentality, that give back mentality because that's the only way we keep building forward. Um What would you identify currently as your two biggest challenges?
1: I would, I would oh, gosh, there would be a lot, yes.
0: <laughs> I expected
1: that. Yeah, yeah, there's... Um... There's no shortage of problems to solve. Uh, it's uh, it's actually one of the most um, exhilarating parts about um, starting a company from the ground up, from using a sort of a first principles approach, is um, there's a really diverse set of problems to solve, um, yeah. ranging from the, the very macro strategic questions all the way through to the very tactical. Um, but I'd say if I had to single out, single out two right now, um, First of all, talent, uh, um, attracting uh, the right talent, um, talent that has um, a belief in our mission, um, the right level of risk appetite to leave what is um, potentially a very stable or lucrative corporate job to come work for a startup where un- uh, the outcome is often uncertain. Yeah. So at- attracting, attracting the right talent and keeping them Keeping them motivated and engaged is, I would say, one of our one of our biggest challenges, and I, I don't expect that to ever disappear. I think that's that's going to be an ongoing yeah. thing that we'll have to manage. Yeah, as you grow. As you grow, uh, I mean, there are ultimately, if you think about it, two main enablers to growth. One is one is capital, and the other is talent. Okay. And I would argue that getting the right talent is often harder than uh, getting the right capital.
0: Oh, wow. Um, that's an interesting take.
1: Yeah, I, I say that because, um, you know, if you, if with, with capital, you know, if you find the right investor who's willing to back you and follow you along the journey, that's, that's, that's difficult. But once you find them, that's great. With talent, you're talking you, you, about a composition of many, many individuals. And Yeah. Um,
0: and your journey you know, doesn't they, just stop at just finding. You also have to keep them motivated. I get that now.
1: Exactly. I mean, there's an there's an African proverb, I'm sure you've heard it, which says, um, you know, it takes a village to raise a child. Yes. And I, yes. I, it's, it's very true, I think, in the startup environment where, you know, no one person, no two people um, can can do it alone. Yeah. So we, we owe a lot to the people in our organization um, in terms of where we've gotten to to date. Um, so I'd say talent is definitely one. Uh, the the second is um, is keeping keeping customers happy. Um, and you know, once again, as a fairly early stage company, your your early adopter clients are uh, particularly important. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: their experience will determine whether you are able to grow from there. So we've been fortunate enough that um, most of our most of our clients have, have backed us, yeah. um, and you know we need to um, uh, you know we need to uh, deliver to the, the, the commitments we've made, and we're we're on our way to doing that. But I think it's um, that's once again it's one of those things that we're absolutely obsessed about. It's just keeping our customers and keeping our users happy.
0: Yeah. Um. What is HotBot, and um, how many of those do you currently have, or how many of how many HotBots are currently in the hands of you know homeowners?
1: Sure. So, HotBot is um, is, is our flagship product. It's yeah. essentially a a smart thermostat that we, we um, attach onto electric water heaters. Okay. It has the ability to learn your that household specific hot water needs okay. and um and turn on and off that water heater automatically um to deliver you hot water when you need it but it, once again at times that it makes the most uh, sense of the grid okay um it's uh it, it combines internet of things technology um along with artificial intelligence and the user app brings it all together into what we think is quite a Quite a cool customer user experience which is okay. which is very very important um, as to as to how many of those are out there um, we think of this in in terms of megawatts under management as opposed to the number of hotbots.
0: oh wow um, yeah. <laughs> that's amazing like like assets under management
1: yes exactly so what we' because what we're ultimately trying to do is build a giant virtual battery with all of our hotbots that are deployed in the field um so we're on track to have about eight megawatts under management by the um by the end of this year which would make it the largest virtual battery of its kind certainly certainly in africa but we think we think potentially the world
0: wow that's actually pretty pretty cool um i think my very last question is going to be um what would you say is the um next big milestone you're looking forward to at plentify um i know you are applying the vision of making the hotbots um the largest giant virtual battery in africa is that is that the next uh, milestone or do you have any other thing are you currently in e um, in process of getting another grant? Are you expanding your team? Is there any um, other big milestone you're looking forward to today?
1: Yeah, it's 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 a great question, Latana. I, I think you know we. I would say I would say we're not the type of organization to have you know five-year business plans or three-year business plans. That's and that's not to suggest that you know we we don't have a plan. It's just. The way we think about life is that we have this mission, which is uh, long-term and incredibly aspirational, so smarter, cleaner, cheaper energy for all, it's an incredibly aspirational goal. In fact, it's a goal you'll never reach, you'll just asymptote towards it. Um, And then uh, at the other end of the spectrum, we have uh, quarterly goals, so um, we set uh, goals Essentially, ninety-day ninety-day challenges for ourselves, um, because and we know that the, the accomplishment of those quarterly goals gets us one step closer towards the mission. Yeah. Um, but I would say, for you know, for if I had to sum it up, it really comes down to three things: it's uh, happy team, uh, happy users, and happy customers. That's that's our theme for this year.
0: Okay.
1: Um, and the reason. Um, uh, you know, my, my co-founder's name is John Cornick. He's the CEO. The reason he, th- he thinks about life this way is that if you can achieve all three things, um, you, you're doing something right. Uh, yeah. 2020 was a particularly difficult year for, you know, reasons we all know. Um, so we latched onto this theme of happiness as, as being the guiding light for, for this year. We know that yeah. keeping our employees happy means that, um, we can remain, uh Focused on our mission, and we we also know that you know without customers and our users, um, we we don't exist as a business. So yeah, that that's that's really what we're focused on, and then everything else sort of is is an enabler towards that. Whether that be fundraising or um, uh, you know launching new product um, or uh, building the team, it's 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 really wrapped up in this idea of uh happiness happy team happy users happy customers
0: yeah i think that is an amazing um milestone um and it doesn't even have to be timed it it could be a month-on-month milestone where every every um touch point every i would say stakeholder is happy so the team is happy the customer is happy and the vision is moving basically right um i really also really understood how really important the team is for um, a solution like this to work and to work how well it is working right now. And so um, on this junction, I would like to say thank you so much for coming on the couch, Kairos. Um, this has been a very, very interesting conversation and we have learned so much about um, smart and cleaner energy. And so if you are out there and you are in and and you are in south africa you are a homeowner or you are a stakeholder in any energy you know um industry energy companies um i think i think that plentify is a product a business that you should associate with um because the their goal which they are fulfilling is just making clean reliable and affordable energy a reality for everyone right so for you as a homeowner starting with your water heater making it smart giving you a very very wonderful customer experience even with making you really really clean and smarter with your energy consumption and then for you a stakeholder in the energy industry making the grid better making the grid um not stressed out basically right so um this solution solves for um both the homeowners and the people in the energy sector which is really really an amazing thing and i think that you know um the team at plentify is doing an amazing job and i would like to you know say i'm looking forward to more growth more success and for everyone that is listening um make sure you sit back make sure you share this make sure you subscribe and until next week See you.